Welcome into another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 is the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. And the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Appreciate you guys joining us on this wacky Wednesday. As they would say in the chat, uh, not a lot of sports to talk about today. Uh, there's really not, but at the same time, we <laughs> found some lot. topics to get to. NBA free agency yeah. for not coming through. Like, can't we spread this shit out a little bit and be like, and hey. the NFL is just like dead <laughs> They're silent. on vacation. <laughs> yeah, there is nothing. Any talking head that you're thinking of from the NFL, this is their week of like that first two weeks of July. It's like, we get to do nothing, and we are going to do nothing. <laughs> right. And we're just sitting here like, ugh. Yeah. Thank God for college football, though. Yeah. There's, I mean, there's still plenty to talk about. We'll get to it. It's what we do. Yep. We're going to have some do fun. A little uh, past, present, future college football. I saw a tweet last night just talking about how much college football has changed over the last year. Um, and then, you know, what it looks like now and then what uh, maybe it could look like in the future. We're going to get to some of that, too. Uh, but I did want to start talking with Major League Baseball because when I sat down this morning and was thinking about it last night, even. Why isn't Major League Baseball just dominating the news right now? <laughs> yeah. I, I hate to always shit on Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. I, I really like their sport. I love being in the, the ballpark. If I could pick one sporting event to go to, regular season football game, regular season basketball, regular season baseball, I absolutely love being in a baseball stadium. I would pick baseball over the other three, uh, the other two. Hockey yeah. might be up there because I've, I've only been to a handful of games, and I'm a big hockey guy. But the fact that Major League Baseball isn't dominating right now when there is no big NFL news, the NBA, like, it dominated June and it, like, snuck into July for a little bit, but now it's, like, already over. Major League Baseball just got to do a better job. They, they've made some improvements. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I've been paying attention to baseball more this summer than I think I ever have and more of just the landscape of the entire MLB, the Kansas City Royals, you know, how their minor league guys are doing and stuff. But it's just like I have to force myself to do it. You know what I mean? It's not like I just am randomly going about my day like, oh, I wonder how this is going. It's like, no, I need to look at what's happening. You know what I mean? Or if like I'm chilling at home in the evening, it's like I, I don't have any movies that I want to watch. I feel like I've watched the movies that I needed to watch that I've been roasted for. And now it's like I don't really want to watch like the Phillies and Yankees play. <laughs> I just, To be honest, I don't just want to sit here and watch a baseball game on TV. It is tough watching a game on TV. Mm-hmm. It's just it's so slow. It's such a slow sport. Yep. That it is a little bit tougher to watch a game on TV, and it's almost like in the realm of like golf, where the announcers they're not like they're not super excited unless there's a big home run. Mm-hmm. I, they're not getting excited about it, you know, double in the third inning, which it's hard to. Mm-hmm. But it's sure. it's almost like the the whispering like, oh, there's the windup and the pitch, strike. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. Like, oh, okay. Talk about the movement on the ball. Get excited about it. Like the like most controversy Johnson, is like, ah, oh, I can't believe the ump missed that call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he missed three last inning as well. Like it's just part, which I feel like, like the striking ball call. So bad. 
it has been because I think people realize like, oh, if we complain about this, more people will talk about it. And that's like baseball's way of being like, we're in the, you know, we're in the news. We're leading it. Like our umps are doing a really bad job at their job. Yeah. People just, hey, they're, they're paying attention. They're shitting all over us. Yeah. But they are paying attention. And I, I've usually been on the side of the referees, the umpires. I think they have a very difficult job. And it, you can get nine calls right in a row, do a fantastic job. But that one time you mess up, everybody does pounce on you. But some of the, the calls that I've seen at home plate have just been so bad. Mm-hmm. I think it was Angel Hernandez the other night against the White Sox had just a terrible one. It was like four inches off the plate. <laughs> and Tony La Russa does his little trot out there. To try to argue, I don't even. Do you know I don't who think I am? Tony Larusa can sprint anymore, or maybe that was his sprint before he even got to home plate. Angel Hernandez was like, "You're gone. <laughs> just, just get out." Like, <laughs> I'm not about to argue balls and strikes with me right now. In that fight, like, I don't know who I would want to win. I hate both of them. Actually, I think I might like Angel Hernandez more than Tony Larusa. Uh, that's tough. I mean, I don't really care for either one of them, just to be honest with you. But like with Tony Larusa running out there, and I know I've talked about it with you, like off air, just like other things. Does Tony think he's flying? Like, because we're sitting here watching, and we're like, man, that dude is moving just slower than just ever, right? Is he in his own mind, like his own personal view, just like, man, things are getting blurry. I'm running so fast. Like I am <laughs> Whoa, moving big out tone. here. Yeah. Is it one of those moments, or is he just like, God dang it, like. This is taking me a lot longer than it usually does. Like this hurts. Like, ugh. like, is he feeling how slow he is, or to him is it just? Phew! I think he thinks he's moving pretty fast. <laughs> she was. I can't stand. I can't believe he's still employed by the White Sox. They have such a good team, mm-hmm. and they still can't find a way to just dominate the AL Central. Like they're in third place in the AL Central as of mm-hmm. this morning. They're six and a half games back. Of the Minnesota Twins. Well, some people look at that and be like, oh, we're in third because of him? <laughs> they shouldn't be, though. That's a good roster. They should be <laughs> They should be six and a half games ahead of the Twins. That's how good their lineup should be. And yeah. they just suck balls this year. Uh, <laughs> so do the, the Royals, not to just shit on our White Sox fans. Well, I mean, they're former Cardinal managers. You know, there's the relation. You know, you guys got former Cardinal managers here back-to-back, actually. Yeah, and it's like pff, these organizations are just not doing so well. Let's get rid of these guys. I would Jake, be nice if they both just did that. The snake says, should there be an age limit on managers and umpires? There um, should be an age limit on everything in the world. After you hit seventy-five, there should almost be like a forced retirement. Like you're fine. Like just go live the rest of your twenty years doing whatever you want. Yeah, and like it's paid for. That would be the tricky part. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's always the tricky part. Mm-hmm. But it was supposed to happen. Those Social Security checks people were supposed to be able to bank on. Yeah, like 65, right? Uh, is that, that still a thing? Up, I think. I, I don't know. Ask, my, my, dad is, my dad is retired, but I'm using quotations. He still works more than anyone I know. Yeah. That's another topic for another time, though. But I, I do <laughs> think that like at some point... We've got to stop being so nice to these people and just be like, hey, sorry, you're, you're going to retire. We're letting you go. Mm-hmm. And another guy that I love, Lee Corso, he's got to go. Yeah. I mean, Somebody just... at ESPN has got to have the balls to say, hey, Lee, you're done, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Love it's you. you did, you've done wonderful. You've, you've done a great job. You've literally helped build this thing from the ground up. Yep. 
but it's time to go. He can barely form sentences anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there are some people out there that are 75 or so, and they're still they're doing really well for themselves. Well, that's good. Good for you. But guess what? You're also the outlier on that. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, there's just not a lot of you. You're also at the same age where like you just have to sit there and call someone to help you fix your router. I think I saw that, uh, I think it was a TikTok or something the other day, of a guy named Joe Cunningham who's running for like uh, governor, I believe, in Georgia or somewhere. And he's just sitting here talking about like our current governor is over 70 years old. He's like, he's been in politics for like over 50 years. We need, we need some new age. We need some new breath. We need some new ideas. And everyone's like, wow, this guy's got a really good point. And I'm just like, I've been saying this shit for a year and a half. Is he? I think I just I listen to too. me. He's the guy that is like calling him geriatric and yes, wanting to put caps on things, which yeah. I I don't disagree with. Lee Corso, though, I will say he's eighty six years old. What? Ten years ago, he was doing pretty well still. So is the eighty then? Maybe <laughs> now it's time. To maybe go. you get a review at seventy five. Yeah, and then it's five year reviews after that. <laughs> Your driver's license. It's yep. just like, hey, let's. You got to get back out there. Let's do another driving test. This isn't yep. some, hey, look in this device. Can you see if there's a stop sign? All right, you're good. Keep driving. Cool. Now, also, <laughs> let's see you get in a turn lane to make sure your depth perception's good, where you know you're in the right spot. Yeah, oh, yeah. nope. You're just halfway in, halfway out. Who's behind you just honking their horn, going crazy? It's yep. me. Full on driving test, like when you're 16. Maybe more, more like details and mm-hmm. I don't know. You got to. Drive on an interstate. <laughs> yeah. I love how we just like, there's a lot of things like, you just got to pass this one time. Uh-huh. And once you do, you're good for the rest of your life. Don't even worry, <laughs> Don't about, even worry it. about it. Yeah, it's, it's a one time, thousand dollar test. Position. If you fuck it up a couple times, don't matter. <laughs> Stay there. We'll give a point system. <laughs> when you run out of points, you're done. Didn't they, didn't they try to do that with your license? I don't know. Because honestly, I'm a, I'm like a me decent driver. Directly or just? No, with uh, in general. Isn't there like a point system? Like, oh, if you lose so many points, you lose your license. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you get a certain amount of tickets, like speeding tickets or like running stop signs, like depending on what your traffic violation is, determines the amount of points. So if you've got like eight speeding tickets, you probably don't have a license. Hmm. That's I like that. Yeah, it also goes with like how fast you're going over the speed limit. Because mm-hmm. that's what something I had to worry about the first time I got it. Was the last time you got a speeding ticket? It's been a minute, but I don't want to talk about it because, like, I don't want to run the risk of getting one. <laughs> I just feel like it's karma to be like, oh, I haven't had one in a long time. Like, jinx. Oh. It's like jinx well, in the no hitter. Let's talk about if it. you don't speed. Well, it 100% does. But there's times, you know, where, like, you're between the 20 and the 35, and you're going, you know, in the 35, and you about hit the 20, and you're not slowed down enough in time. Boom, cop's sitting right there. Last time I got a ticket was complete bullshit, and I'm still pissed off about it. <laughs> I was driving. In a 55 mile per hour zone, it, on a like a not a country road, like it was a paved highway, but it was it's like out in the country. Mm-hmm. And I was doing 59 in a 55, had my cruise set even. And then the speed limit changes to a 45 mile per hour zone, which I was aware of, but at the same time, there's absolutely no one out there. Yeah. And so when I hit the 45 mile per hour zone, I like hit my brakes like, oh, okay, like, I'll slow down. Fucking cop sitting there got me at 59 and a 45 right when I crossed the line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like that's going to be the bullshit that's going to happen to me probably. That's, and I wouldn't I, be surprised if it happens to me this weekend. I just – there's better things you could be doing. 
yeah. than just sitting out there radaring me for going 59 into 45, which is hey, wrong. the town over right there, first, there's but... like three people messed out on Main Street. Like, just exactly. Go check those guys out, you know? Like, they're, they're yeah, literally well, just munching air. And, you know, try to catch some criminals or some people really doing some wrong stuff. Yep. I can direct you to some houses. <laughs> yeah, I'll snitch. <laughs> right, I've seen. Gets me out of the speed ticket. <laughs> Just go, go sit right there. That's I don't know, but that's um, speeding. Yeah, that that's talking speeding tickets. The, you know what? The other time, one of the other times I got a speeding ticket, I think I've only had two in my life. Is I was uh, I was baited into speeding on that one because it was at night, uh, very dark out, and I was driving the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And a car started following me very, very closely. And I thought, screw this guy. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. going to speed up and leave him safely behind me. Yeah. Not even like, I'm not even joking. Like, oh, I was already speeding. I was going to speed limit. I was like 18 years old. I'm like, screw this guy. He's following me way too close. I'm going to speed up just to create some distance. I didn't feel safe. I keep speeding up. And so does the car behind me. Until eventually I'm going like, 65, 70 miles per hour again on a, a smaller highway. As soon as I think I think I got to 70, yeah. lights come on. It's a fucking cop. Got me for speeding. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you I would me. be so pissed when he got to the window. He or she got to the window. I'd uh-huh. be like, listen, I can't fucking see. I got your lights in both exactly. my side mirrors and my rear view mirror. Excuse uh-huh. me for trying to be safe and get away. I didn't know you were just trying to like just... Be an ass today. This is going to be my karma, though. Now I'm going to get... 100%. I just want to... I'm blaming you. I'm going to get duped again. I'm just going to send you the ticket. <laughs> I'm going to walk in. I'm just going to set it on your desk and be like, we're splitting this. Uh, good luck with that. Anyway, I know. Major League Baseball, I, I do wonder just what they're, they're thinking. The All-Star break coming up uh, pretty soon, next couple of weeks. But I still think they should take the 4th of July and kind of make it their thing. Make it your... Your holiday. You know, the NFL does Thanksgiving, and they have for years. The NBA has done Christmas Day for a long time. I know the NFL is going to kind of get involved with that this year as well. But there's just no excuse to not have a shitload of baseball games on on 4th of July, Mm -hmm. starting at noon. Just every, you know, three hours or so, you have a new game starting to where it is like it's a big deal. Because even for me and my family on 4th of July – it was so hot outside. It was like, hey, we can go outside, we can set up fireworks, we can do this, blah, 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 all the other stuff that you do. But it was too hot. So if there would have been a baseball game on that wasn't blacked out, yeah. I probably and would have at least had it on the TV. And that's the other thing. Some people are going to come back and be like, well, you know, they did have games on Monday, on the July 4th. There were several. And I was like, yeah, but not games that we're interested in watching. I mean, like, let this be like a Yankees versus Red Sox matchup. Let this just be other rivalry matchups amongst the MLB teams, excuse me, that are going to be interesting to watch. Yeah. Like, make this Mike like Trout. a primetime deal. Aaron Jones. Everybody knows what's on. Yeah. Like, here you go. It's right here. It's on our national. It's like it's on Fox. It's on ESPN. I remember when Fox used to have a baseball game on every Saturday. I don't even know. What... Does Fox have baseball anymore? Like, until the World Series? I don't <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know ESPN does Sunday Night Baseball still. Yeah. Which, again, I, I don't really consume a lot of it, but I do still think, like, at least make an effort. Yeah. And a lot to put of the, some games out there. 
Jake makes a great point here in the chat too. Is like the Fourth of July hats were awful this year. And it was like that's another thing about the MLB is like you come out with a lot of these like ideas like oh we're gonna have like this theme, just awful. The City Connect uniforms have actually been pretty neat. Some of them have been really cool, but like the Fourth of July hats and stuff, guys, it shouldn't be that difficult. Like you don't have to take up the entire hat. You know, it's like, like just, there's the nothing NFL wrong department. with a simple design. Hat. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, let's put the American flag, stars and stripes on the whole thing. And then we'll just put their team logo smack dab in the middle as big as possible. And then we'll have like a background of it too, like faded in. It's like, there's Who just there's no that? need for that. Like, no offense. Buy what you want to buy. Who's out there being like, yeah, I got to get that 4th of July hat. Yeah. Like, do they, they can't sell that many. That's what I would like to know, actually. It's like, what are your sales on that one product that just comes out? Mm-hmm. Like, let's see those reports. Can those reports be public MLB? Because that'd be nice. Like, what are you wasting your money on? Well, that's it right there, actually. Right. Uh, but a couple other things going on last night. The NBA Summer League. Hey, yo. I was not 100% aware that this was going on already, <laughs> but it is. Uh, last night, Chet Holmgren had a pretty good first showing in the Summer League as 23 points and set a record for six blocks in the Summer League. Uh, even he was like, the record's only six? Like, Summer League, yeah. I'm, I'm coming out here next time and I'm getting seven. Yeah, I'm breaking it again. Like, <laughs> just like, get ready for it. You didn't even know there was a record, which who would? Who, who keeps track of what, did, what was your reaction to that, like that being his response? Did you like it? Yeah, I, I I guess I was pretty neutral. I didn't hate it or – I guess I'm neutral too, but it's almost just annoying. Like I just – I don't know. His persona just seems a little douchey. Yeah. Maybe I'm looking a little too far into it. But it's like you go back and you kind of see you know, how yeah, he played. I get and, it because even in his postgame presser, he was acting like it was like his first NBA game, which yeah, like technically it is, but it's a summer league game. Yeah. But he was like, just want to thank my teammates for putting me in this position to be successful. Was talking about Josh Giddy, like this guy right here with the assist, the double doubles. It's like, dude, this is a summer league game. Yeah. You were not playing against real NBA talent. You were playing against this is literally the JV. <laughs> some of these guys are on the roster some of these guys are going right back to G League yeah like a lot of these guys it's like okay you're a rookie come get your feet wet or you're a second or third year player let's get you some reps in the summer with a new offense stuff like that but I mean it is it's very similar to high school summer camps even mm-hmm. I'm just like hey we're just we're working on some things want to get yep. a look at some of these younger guys can actually play on the team and so it's it's not an important deal he yeah. did look good. He shot the ball well. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Looks good passing it around. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some moments where he comes down, you know, in transition, just pulls up and hits a three. And so, I mean, there's other times too where he's been ag- or was aggressive, I should say. So it was it was neat to see that as well. And then, you know, you go look at Keegan Murray, you know, another rookie here. 24.7 rebounds, three steals. Looking like a quick mm-hmm. box score. You watch him play, though, and he looks smooth. Like, and that's the one thing I guess you do want to see to these young guys is just how smooth and natural do you look out there? Does a game come to you naturally? Are you forcing everything? Are you a little out of whack and then you still make something happen? That's fun to see, like, if you want to watch that. But at the same time, it's like, how much of a talking point can we make that right now in the middle of July or beginning of July? Well, we're going to try because there's yeah. shit else going on. <laughs> but even, you know, like with Chet Holmgren, he wasn't playing against really anybody that I – Recognized. I did not watch the game, mm-hmm. but even just looking at the the box score, 
There's not a lot of NBA talent out there. There are yeah. a lot of guys who are undrafted. Uh, Taco Fall is playing 15 minutes in summer league. And he got owned play by Ochai. in the their season. He is yeah. a, he's the next Boban. He's just like, oh, you're tall and people like you. So that's we're all have he you on is. The roster. Yeah. Yep. Because you are it. garbage on the court. Yeah. You can barely move. You got blocked twice by Chet. Like, that's not good. Right. It, he, at first, I the first thing I saw this morning was a highlight. I'm like, oh, okay. We're going to try to make Taco Fall and Summer League a thing. <laughs> And then it was like, oh, okay, big, tall, skinny, white kid, Chet Holmgren. Now I yeah. get what we're doing. So he did look good, uh, but we'll see what he looks like once it's real NBA talent. Uh, I guess if you're an Oklahoma City Thunder fan or maybe you're a Gonzaga fan yourself, you were probably pretty impressed with his ability to shoot. He still just looks so small yeah. out there. And I, I wonder if he's ever going to be like a a big rebounder, like a double-digit. Yeah. I just don't know that he's going to. Do you think he's just like another Kevin Durant type? I mean, he was just going to come in and kind of just be a sharpshooter? Yeah, maybe more of a, a shot blocker. Yeah. Based off last night and what he did at Gonzaga. Maybe more of a shot blocker, but yeah, maybe like a Kevin Durant Jr. Yeah. Generic Kevin and, Durant. And uh, he wore KDs last night. He's rocking the number seven. Kevin Durant even gave him like a, a shout out. I was like, hey, man, good really? job. Good work last night. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. Uh, with him. Another thing that I thought was really interesting too, the San Jose Sar- Sharks name Mike Greer, their GM. Uh, this is a two-parter. He mm-hmm. becomes the first black GM in NHL history. <laughs> wow. How are we still having the first black person to do anything? <laughs> oh, man, We've been around I... for 2,000 years and it's like, oh, here's the first black man in history to be the GM, which is really cool. It's also really cool. He is Chris Greer's brother, who is the GM of the Miami Dolphins. So oh, to kind of that's cool. Dominate two sports like that. I mean, to reach the peak of hockey and football in the same household. That's a, that is a really cool story. I do wonder with this and hockey is if it's just taken a while for it to kind of get like the national landscape and media because like hockey, I think is another one of those sports that's like kind of expensive. And it's not like it's not just everywhere. It is growing now, and it is it is more naturally everywhere. But it took a little bit for it to get there, right? So maybe one hundred percent. That's kind of it. But at the same time, I mean, time, if you're growing like, up, man, in Texas, Georgia, Florida, <laughs> you're playing football. Yeah, you're, n- you're not just stumbling upon a hockey rink and being like, "Yeah, I'll do this." Yeah, that's why it's so dominated by you know the Michigans, Minnesota, yep. Canada, Canada, Russia. Yeah, because I mean, you can't. It's a little bit. I would assume it's a lot like basketball. Like, oh, okay, we have a, a community rink we can go to. We can play there. Yeah. The, you, the pond froze over. Let's go play Yeah, hockey. organized yeah. teams and stuff like that. But, like, you're just not doing that in some of these other states. Yep. Colorado, about the only option south of Michigan and Minnesota. Honestly. And that's – do they play hockey in Utah? I know that that's kind of what I was wondering. Like Arizona, Utah, people might hear that and be like, "Well, it's it's really hot." I was like, "Yeah, you just build like an indoor yeah. rink because it's like so damn hot outside. What are you going to do inside? Let's be super cold and play hockey." Isn't there uh, this is more local, regional? Isn't there a hockey rink in Springfield, Missouri? Don't they have one? Yeah, they used to when I lived there. They still do. Yeah, I I remember going there one time. We thought we were going to be able to ice skate like as a date. Yeah, and they were having a hockey practice. <laughs> I was like. This rink ain't open tonight. <laughs> you just walked on in? Yeah, like we just 
<laughs> thought it was like a just a community like just go and like rent some yeah. skates and like a skating rink like yeah, yeah. roller skating rink thought it would operate the exact same way <laughs> for sure but the rink had been which yeah, i think it usually was actually or sometimes was but they had like rented it out that night like this uh-huh. is the night we practice <laughs> it wasn't like that kind of stinks did you stay and watch or did you just like no, dip in it was no. like all right we're out felt so awkward and left. <laughs> but i guess there are probably hockey rinks set up i just don't know not a hockey guy i don't think there's any like closer to us than springfield i think there might be one in arkansas but i think that also is kind of like a seasonal deal too there's definitely none in kansas there's a skating rink rollerblading uh ring i should when was say the last time you did that uh it's been a long time man i had a wrist injury last time i went roller skating and i haven't gone back <laughs> i did no the old way. i fell and like tried to save myself and i just like like dude it was one of those ones where, like you land weird and like your wrist just gets like bent all the way back it was tough it hurt really bad the last time i was at a skating rink i was teaching and it was at a church event too so i could like it was always a church event and my i was also younger so i was like rings. cussing wasn't an option but i do remember being like man if my aunt christy wasn't here i'd be dropping some like he double hockle sticks right now yeah holy like, hell this man. hurts <laughs> yeah the last time i was at a skating rink i was teaching and I'm not a good skater. I never was. And then add some knee injuries onto that. I'm like, absolutely no way am I yep. skating. A couple of students had almost convinced me to like get out there. And I had even told them, like, I'm going to be on the wall the whole time. Like, that's going to be me, 30 years old, hugging the wall, yeah. doing the skating thing. Right before I went to get my skates, another teacher had fallen and broke her arm. And it was it wasn't like super gross, but it was is pretty gross. I think she might have dislocated her elbow a little bit, oh, or yeah. to where it was like hey, or hyperextended it. Like it looked uh-huh. pretty bad. And after that, I was like, nope, absolutely, not. <laughs> yeah. that could have been me. Like that would have been me. That'd have been my knee gone. <laughs> right uh, again, just going full Stranger Things, and like that's not supposed to have been that way. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Why am I in the air floating? How was that creepy to you? By the way, now that you've watched it, no. Alrighty. T- tell the truth Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for you, the fact that you couldn't watch it at night. <laughs> that, that was just, it made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Kind of creeped me out. I'll just be honest. <laughs> I laughed almost every time I watched it. And I'm just a big old scaredy cat. It's like, my dude can't even watch his. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's definitely watching Lion King after this. <laughs> he's got to watch it feel good. Lion King is sad, so it's like, that just. Got to watch some type of just Disney movie or something. Go to bed peacefully. I did finish season four. Uh huh. I still just think it's like it's just okay. What I kind of got annoyed with, honestly, is the fact that they're doing another season. Like yeah, I thought, as much as this one. one was hyped up, this was it. And um, spoiler alerts. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I haven't watched it yet. Uh, not anything big, but I had read or heard that like, oh, so many people die this season. Yeah, there was like, oh, it's going to be a bloodbath. And it's like, mm. False. Yeah. There was False. Uno. There was almost dose. Came back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's where like, I watched the final episode, which is season four, episode nine. And I'm like, oh, nobody's really died yet. Can't wait to see what happens in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I watched the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, just in this thing already. You can yeah. tell. And I think this is on Netflix, too, man. They're just like. 
We got to hold on to Stranger Things. And they've, re- I mean, they reached over a billion hours of like right. this show. Being like, people so, I mean, will it is, cancel their subscription if we don't do another season. <laughs> that, yeah, I mean, people are invested in the show and like what it's doing, like the Metallica song that they played. Uh huh. Holy shit! Like that's blowing up now. People are like, wow, that's a really good song. Can't believe we haven't heard it before. Metallica came out with their own statement and was like, thank you, Stranger Things and Netflix. For having our song as like a part oh. of your show, I tweeted it yesterday. It. Uh, I'm probably a little bit late to it, but like I can't wait till TikTokers discover Metallica because that other song had been like going off. Mm-hmm. Everybody was using it on their TikTok sounds and everything like that. Yep. I actually knew about it via TikTok before I did Stranger Things, but then I I saw that scene yesterday and I thought these TikTokers are going to discover Metallica now. Oh, they're, they're going to love this shit. They're going to be like. Damn, I can do a dance to this. Then as soon as I tweeted it, I, that's like all I saw. I was like, oh, okay, this had already kind of taken off. <laughs> but I was a little late to the party. Uh-huh. But it did make me think, like, yeah, Metallica was really good. I'm a big Metallica fan, though. Yeah, I, do, I am as I, well. I think my oldest brother is maybe the biggest Metallica fan. Dude, I just, I mean, I grew up listening to Metallica, Guns N' Roses. You know what I mean? ACDC is like when you got an iPad, an iPad, excuse me, like an iPod or an MP3 player. It was like, let's download some songs. Those were like the first, like three or four bands that you would put on the your MP3 player. And you'd be like, hell yeah, man. Oh, you got Back in Black? Me too. You got TNT? Psh, I didn't get that one. Wanted to come outside and play, so I unplugged my MP3 player. <laughs> where you'd have to go to like your buddy's house. And then when they came like, uh, was it like Apple where you had to like download that and then you had to like sign in, you had to remember your password, and if you couldn't remember your password, you were just screwed. Yep. I had an MP three player at first. Couldn't afford Apple product uh products. Yeah, I mean I was I, the same way. I had a nice little uh black one and yeah, it just I thought I was just cool this, as shit. It when it would like, light, when you could change your uh background screen color, like do you look at it, it's green. I right think now. I had twenty songs on the first one. Mm-hmm. And even, like, some of my other poor friends, too, were like, this is awesome. <laughs> and then some of the other kids, like, had money. Like, they would bring their iPad or iPod Nano. Yeah. Like, I have 200 songs on this. Yep. Like, you fucking like, bitch. He's like, I know you had to buy those. And we were like, I didn't. LimeWire. Yeah. Ruined my mom's computer. She doesn't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you go to download I remember I gave my, uh... and it would be, like, the wrong song. <laughs> I spent eight hours trying to download oh. this Nelly song, and it's a Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I will never forget. I got an iPod for Christmas one year, and it was basketball season, of course, around that time. Uh, we come back, you know, like everyone comes back for winter practice. And I was like, yo, what'd you get for Christmas? What'd you get? And I got a buddy comes in with a with an iPod and like some Beats headphones. And I was like, man, this dude's looking awesome. And he's like, yeah, man, I got Apple too. Got all these songs downloaded. Do you want me to take your iPod home and I'll put them on your, your iPod? And I was like, yeah, that'd be awesome. So I give it to him. He takes it home for the night. My mom's like, yo, where's your iPod? And I was like, oh, I gave it to my buddy. So he put these songs on. She was like, you did what? And I was like, whoa, he has one already. He's not going to steal it. I get it tomorrow at practice. We'll be good. I get it back. And he gave me every Lil Wayne album that was out at the time. And like that was it. And so I just remember listening to it. I was like, I have all these Lil Wayne songs. I was like, I know like four of them. <laughs> like the other part too is like I was still like <laughs> very very religious like those were the only like that was the only music I really listened to is like I wasn't listening to any bad songs but like a lot of cuss <laughs> words 
And so uh, I was just I don't like, know why questions like you're just over there. <laughs> I mean, I'm just a sophomore in high songs. school, man. I was like, if my mom finds out these songs are on my iPod, I am in so much trouble. Like, no one's going to want to talk to me. My mom's going to be disappointed. If people find out at the church, I'm in trouble. Like, I'm not telling my cousins. And so it was like, I didn't even want to use my iPod because I was scared about it. That was like my first time I was like, hey, dude, put you these songs on. You and I grew up in the same small town. Yeah, you grew up with you older brothers, cousin. though, who were already rebellious. <laughs> like that's the family. Huge, that's the separation. Is your brothers were already rebellious? Same and you church. had to get away with things. Me, it was like, dude, if I did anything, my mom knew immediately. I mean, just immediately, and it was just like, my, I know my mom's listening, but it was almost just like I didn't want. She didn't want me to be, and I didn't want to be either. The kid that like the people in the church would talk about. So it's just like be on your best behavior and don't do anything wrong because people that we grew up with go to the same church, same town, love to gossip. They just love to just, oh, what happened? Did you hear about this? And they just go, 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 go. My mom was like, we are not going to be involved with that. So you be on your best behavior. And I was just like, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Living underneath this rock, what up? <laughs> Got myself a new Batman toy. Loving life. <laughs> Yeah. Me and this iPod with little Wayne songs on there. I'm going to hell. <laughs> I am in so much trouble. Like drop the world. To, like, you would literally have to give somebody your headphones for them to even hear your iPod. It's no, not man, because like... it was one of the ones that was kind of like the iPhone where like you didn't have to. So like I'd be in my room listening to music and I would just like have it on and play my PlayStation. Huh? I thought I was so freaking cool, man. Like this thing plays without headphones. Bitch, you thought. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting over there listening to Mercy Me as you cuss out John Madden. <laughs> Again, it's just, it's just wild. <laughs> Listen to I can only imagine as I'm threatening Steve Smith's family. You better right. catch this ball, Steve. I can only imagine what's going to happen to him. It's like we grew up in different eras, which we kind of did. 100% we did. I don't know. I just, I guess I just didn't care. What? I mean, I grew up with like that third generation of like the grandkids. That's like so a blessing like, and a curse of mine. Those I really, I, I don't care too much about what people have to say about me. Sometimes yeah. I should care more, <laughs> but I, I don't. So again, it's, it's but a I, the thing is, I don't think anyone's ever said anything bad about you. And I've learned that I don't think anyone's saying anything oh. bad about me either. But it's just like I ain't about to risk it. I think I've said it before. Like one of my older brothers, he got a girl pregnant when he was in high school. Yeah, he recovered. He's fine. <laughs> uh, but even then, like I had a. Uh, families would be like uh, nope can't date my daughter so what happened with your brother <laughs> yeah. like they'd talk shit on me and i'm like fuck you i'm a dater anyway yeah. like the full michael scott like i'm gonna date her even harder now <laughs> what does that mean michael you know what it means or i had a a friend of mine one of my best friends in high school i couldn't go to his grandparents house because they thought i was too rebellious uh-huh like it is your grandson getting me into all this shit <laughs> Yep. But I'm the problem. Like, okay, like, <laughs> yeah. I'll be the guy. Like, I'm strong enough to take the heat. You can put the blame on me, and we can pretend like I'm the bad kid. <laughs> when I know it's my entire group of friends. Uh huh. And rebellious in our footloose of a town was like, oh, you've drank alcohol? Yeah. Oh, you, you didn't cuss. come home at curfew? You cuss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was like it. So anything on top of that, I was like, I'm surprised they didn't try to kick me out of the town. <laughs> I think they did. Maybe they did. They just got voted down. You just started getting knee injuries, so they started feeling bad for you. Like, ah, oh, man, like we knew he had it coming, but we didn't think it'd be that bad. Right? I don't. I don't know. But it's it's wild. I definitely was never sitting in my room listening to religious music. <laughs> 
Brooks got me with the got the bat signal on the ceiling, Christian music in his ears, curse not video games. Hashtag big country. <laughs> just under your breath, just motherfucking. Yeah. God bless it. It's not even how you run that route. <laughs> Damn it. And then you're like you're looking around the corner, to make sure your mom's not like looking over at you from the living room. I was like, oh, I didn't say nothing. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and this, I, I'm sure that your upbringing also, your like religious upbringing is what scares you for pretty much everything. Oh, 100%. And it just, it didn't help that like I had a grandma who was also very, very religious and it was just like. Is there music that scares you? Like I, movies, obviously. Stories, yes. But music like, wise, nothing that scares me. Um, it's just going to sound like real weird, but like heavy metal music, like. It doesn't like scare me. Like it just it's like kind of just creeps me out away because like I don't get how people like this, respectfully as possible. It's just like it almost just kind of freaks me out a little bit. And maybe it was because like like death metal stuff. Yes, there's like because then once you hear the words, you're like, damn, that's what you're singing about over there. I love religious uh, musicians who are like death metal screamo type. Yeah, but the, they're singing about praising God. <laughs> but I don't know why that cracks me up. Like, why shouldn't they be able to have that genre? Or like rappers, like Christian rappers as well. Yeah. It's like brother. <laughs> right? That one gets me. Another thing that gets me is Roper Kia gets me from point A to point B. Can get you there too. Uh, if you mention us here at Miked Up, go check out their inventory. Help, uh, they will help you find the car of the, your dreams if they don't have it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Gunspot. Make sure you visit them at Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to checkout, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you visit the website. So make sure you do that and get yourself taken care of right there at Gunspot.com. Now for uh, some more college football talk as we get into July, almost August. Uh, A lot going on, obviously, with college football. It did just want to recap this. I think it's pretty wild, even, how much college football has changed within the last year, year and a half at most. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know what is to blame for this. Uh, maybe the transfer portal. But, I mean, the transfer portal alone retired a couple coaches, mainly in basketball. But as I add, I don't want to deal with this recruiting you know these other players from other schools all the mm-hmm. time. I'm done with it. You know, Roy Williams, Coach K, but also in the college football world, too. I It's really changed things drastically. And to even go back, I mean, just two years ago and look at what college football was to what it is now and how much it's changed. The transfer portal, name, image, likeness, and how it's legal now. You've got guys out there driving Lamborghinis and, you know, making million-dollar deals from Raising Canes. Yeah. And even – even how much it's changed just in one season from you know last August or so, Nick Saban again talking about how Bryce Young, the Heisman Trophy winner, was making six figures, almost seven. Those rookie numbers. Yep. Our guy's making eight figures almost now that have never even touched a college football field. Now, I'm sure that there are some that are making $10, 12000000 million. I mean, B. John Robinson at Texas got a fucking Lamborghini. Yeah, and I mean, like, it's just, it's insane to think about, like, that we came from it being completely illegal to where it's like it opened up and everyone's like, man, this is just going to be the wild, wild west of how this works out. And I think some people saw it going this far, but I think there were a lot of other people that just thought, 
no, it won't go that far. Like it'll be fine. You guys are just being over dramatic. I thought we were going to see some kids on commercials. Yeah, that's really kind <laughs> yeah, of what that I thought. Was like it. <laughs> yeah, and we did. We saw uh, DJ from Clemson. He did a Dr Pepper commercial. That was about like the biggest commercial or player that I saw do anything for any of these major brands. Uh-huh. Outside of that, I was like, hey, if you do a car dealership, like yeah, you'll do one with like Ford or Chevy, Dodge, one of these base, not fucking Lamborghini. Right, Aston or, Martin, you know what I mean? I or like getting a Maserati at a like a local level. Yeah, like, even like here for us, you know, if we had like a big time college, I thought like somebody would be like, "Oh, hey, I'm at Real Perkia, blah blah blah." Yep. But I did not expect you know Lamborghini of Austin, Texas, to be like, "Here's a car." Yeah. Or what was it? Spencer Rattler? Wasn't he rumored to have like two or three? He had. Uh, I think from a Ford dealership, he got like a Raptor and like a really nice car. And then apparently, you know, you hear the rumor that he left Oklahoma and went to South Carolina with two Rolls Royces. Which I don't think that's true. Those cars are just way too expensive. I think he did. I don't. I don't. You're really, you're a little well, bit. I, th- more I think I've seen him on his Instagram. That's why. Yeah. I don't. Two though, like. Hey man, I have no idea. Like that kid. I can't believe people gave him that much. I mean, you came into the year as like a Heisman favorite, and everyone's like, Psh, if he's about to win the Heisman, let's just go ahead and get ahead of this. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely made a lot of money Yeah, off of it. Um, also, you know, Texas and OU leaving for the SEC happened relatively soon still. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's still going to be well into the future when that happens. But um, also, Michigan finally beat Ohio State. Happened this year. Georgia beat Alabama. You had a, a Cincinnati team make it to the college football playoff. I think those three... Things are huge, and then the the Big 12. We went from thinking it was going to dismantle, that it was it's going to dissolve, to now it's it did its first round of expansion, getting in schools like you know BYU, UCF, Cincinnati, to Houston. now maybe even more. I, I've seen even further reports this morning that the Big 12 is yesterday when we talked to us like oh they might go after it. like they're aggressively pursuing these six schools from the Pac 12 mm-hmm. now. The discussion has changed to the Big 12 is in serious talks with. So not just like, oh, they might target these schools to now they're talking, they're negotiating, they're setting things up with Arizona, Arizona State, uh, Colorado, Utah, and then Washington and Oregon are the other two. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people even saying that, like we were talking about yesterday, Oregon, Oregon State going together. Not so much anymore. Uh, It could just be. Washington, so long Washington State, and Oregon, bye-bye Oregon State, which, sorry, they, those, those two don't belong. For sure, they don't. But at the same time, it's like, do they stay in the Pac-12, or like, where do they go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like, if the Pac-12 does dismantle or whatnot, or the Pac-12 just be kind of come like six schools, if that? Right. They, they've got a couple schools there, too. Um, so, But Big 12 expansion mm-hmm. happened already. The Arch Manning commitment. Yeah. That doesn't feel like that big of news anymore. Not at all. We've watched that for an entire year of like, where's he going to go? Oh, he took an unofficial visit here. He, yeah. This coach is at his basketball game. <laughs> Lane Kiffin like only follows one person, and it's him. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like and here's we, his final you know, five. Obviously, this week had USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten, which makes absolutely no sense. No. Uh, we went from having like the alliance, like a partnership between two conferences, to <laughs> whoops, it doesn't look like yeah, the Pac 12 is going to survive. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that I think you can trace, trace this all the way back to the NCAA football video game. 
I think that they might be the ones to blame because they started using kids' name image likeness without paying them. Having, you know, number five for Texas, six foot tall, 220 pound running back. He's a junior, but nah, it's not B. John Robinson. <laughs> yeah. like, that's just, it's random. It's crazy how, how <laughs> art simulates life sometimes. Uh, but, you know, people sued, and I think, and they won. And that's yeah. kind of what got this all rolling with NIL and then the transfer portal. And now these conferences want in media markets. They, they, they don't even care about the teams. Like the Big 12, or sorry, the Big 10, they could have attacked better teams to join their conference. Mm-hmm. But where have they gone over the last couple of years? TV markets. Yeah. And, you know, USC looks like they're going to be pretty good. UCLA has not been good for a long time. It's a huge media market. We're adding schools like Rutgers and Maryland. Yes. Uh, that was 100%, oh, we want to be in New York and we want to be in Washington, D.C. Yep. And, uh, and it's paid off well for them. I mean, you're making, what was it we said yesterday, 50 or $60 million per school per year? Just and off I've TV seen deals? as high as 80 I went and looked what? it up this morning. that uh, Schools like, uh, it was a tweet, that you know schools like Vanderbilt and Northwestern are making – approximately like $80 million on kickbacks from the conference. And you had schools like USC and UCLA making 20 to 30. Those could be exaggerated. I, I don't know what the actual deals look like. Vanderbilt it's making 80 just for it's being in the SEC. It's evenly distributed. So it's not like, hey, Alabama, you're really good. You take 100. Vanderbilt, you're not very good. You take 40. Yeah. It's just, hey, these are this is our TV deal. This is what we're making. We're going to divide it by whatever, 12, 14. And each school gets a, a kickback off of that. Wow. That's been, I mean, and that's kind of where we are now is that these teams want TV deals. These conferences, they want TV deals. And we talked about it yesterday too, the Pac, or sorry, the Pac-12 and the Big 12, their deals expiring soon. They're, they're kind of in an arms race right now. Be like, yeah. hey, one of you is going to survive. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the way it feels. And like right a now it feels like – it's going to be the Big 12 that does. Yeah, as of, the, as of today, as of this moment. Which is of like two months ago. change very yeah. soon. <laughs> We're like, man, the Big 12 is going to be one of these divisions or conferences that's just kind of overlooked, mm-hmm. like it's whatever. And now it's like, well, if you can yep. add more, you know, you take these schools from the Pac-12, things get a little bit more competitive. Yeah, and so, yeah, I mean, present-day college football, I mean, even looking at the money that's in recruiting as well. I mean, you've got high school quarterbacks that are – Making eight, nine, almost ten million dollars, and they've never touched the field. I do yeah. think the bottom is going to fall out of that one, though. I think a lot of these recruiters are, you know, out of Tennessee or Miami. You might throw some money at a guy one time. I don't think this is something that you're going to be able to count on every year. Or you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's okay at Miami. We paid this money. We think we've got our quarterback. We're going to move on, and that's going to allow somebody like, okay, here's Florida State now. That well, the, up, they bring $8 million, and they get a quarterback. So there might be two, three, four quarterbacks every year that are getting that kind of just outlandish money. Mm-hmm. But I, I do wonder how sustainable that is. I mean, if you can keep finding millions of dollars like this, that's pretty – that's wild to me. And it is, but the other scary part about it is – and I saw someone write an article, and I wish I could remember who it was so I could give them the credit for it, but I thought it was a good point where it was like some of these boosters are going to start wanting a return – you know what I mean? Or a share of the profit. Where it's like, hey, I gave you $10 million for this kid to come here. I've watched the revenue shoot up. I've watched the school have success now. I want some money back for that. 
I want a part of you know the profit that you're making. And so now it's like now you're going to have these other guys or boosters, you know what I mean, people that are offering money and donating it. They're like, I actually want something in return. I'm the one that brought the kid here. I'm the one that gave you guys the $10 million to give to him so he'd come here. I want yeah, something gonna back. That's going to be tough, though, because all the school has to say is, we're not a part of that. We have nothing to do with NIL. <laughs> thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. And as far as, like, profit back, you're just not going to. Those schools are not giving those guys money. It's going to be all set up to, I mean, as a booster. Even with NIL, I don't think you could say for, like, this Miami quarterback who's getting $9.5 million. So these I don't are all think just the like, booster could go to the school and be like, "Hey, by the way, put my name on a building," because NIL has to be separate from the school. Like that booster, or it's not even actually technically allowed to be a booster. That mm-hmm. person can't go to the school and say, "Hey, I donated nine and a half million dollars to the school to get this quarterback." It's like, well, no, you didn't. That's your own individual contract with him. So is it all just him. like donation based then? Does that mean that's pretty much kind of the way it's being viewed as like, oh, hey, I donated you $10 million to make the decision to come here? It's advertisement. I think it would all fall under advertisement. If, hey, I gave you $9.5 million, you wear my company's T-shirt, and also you play for the school. Yeah. Which is the behind-the-scenes deal. of like <laughs> These guys know if I give you $9 million, you have to sign and commit to play at Miami. Yeah. But as far as like getting anything in return, I don't. I don't think that they have any ground to stand on there. They're going to want something, though. If you you stumble upon it again. Yeah. But I just, there's really nothing you could do. This would be like going to a drug dealer and a drug dealer saying, hey, give me my money or I'm calling the cops. (laughs) Okay. Call them. (laughs) (laughs) What you're doing is worse. So, like, these boosters can't go and be like, hey, I I had all this money and I paid this player. You got to give me something back for it. Nope. We have nothing to do with it. Good mm-hmm. luck calling them because what you're doing is probably not great either. Yeah, that's true. So I, I don't think that anything like that will happen. But the TV deals are going to make things really interesting. Uh, the Big 12 and the Pac-12 are competing directly against each other right now uh, for Fox and you know ESPN to get those deals done. The ACC is in a tough spot. I looked up this morning just because I I still think the ACC is in a – the worst position. Just Their TV gonna... deal is not up until 2036, and it's not a great one. They have the ACC network right now, but they didn't get paid a lot of money for that one. And now you're going to have the Big 12 and the Pac-12 renegotiating their deals. ACC is just kind of stuck in the mud right now. Do you think that TV deal not expiring until 2036 is what can possibly like save them as a conference? Or no, is this... I, I think it's uh, it's bad because they're not gonna be able to renew and get more right, money you can't, i mean gotcha you're 10 years behind on yeah what some of these go and be profits, like, hey yeah. we need to rework this deal it's not fair anymore but at the same time these networks could just say nope we don't we got you till 2036 yeah. we're gonna honor that contract that we have we're gonna keep showing your games or and this is where it gets kind of tricky if you're the espn you almost just want these schools to go to the SEC. Oh, oh hey, 100%. by the way, like, we have the ACC network too. <laughs> but if you just want to join the big boy conference, that's fine with us. Yeah. We'll just eliminate that that contract that we have with the ACC network. And we'll just do it with the SEC. 
Man, like, there's no need for us to worry about, you know, paying Miami or Florida State or some of these other schools. It's like, we'll just, just wait. <laughs> yeah, they'll just come over. We'll just hold out until you do join us. So, company. do you have any idea? We talked about with the Big Ten, you know, the profit sharing was probably around that 50 to 60 million mark. Do you know what the ACC is? I was trying to look it up. I don't know. You know, I knew like these TV deals were good. I didn't realize it was that much per school. Like, I didn't know it matched up almost that high with the NFL. Just to be like completely honest, like because we know we see the NFL is like they're getting these billion dollar network deals, you know, kind of moving forward, especially when those um, kind of start to be renegotiated. What is that? This next year or this, the year after when those official agreements kind of begin or conversations start. But like with college football, I didn't realize it was that high either. Where these each school in the conference was getting that amount of money, that is insane. Uh, ESPN and uh, SEC uh, reached a ten year deal beginning in 2024, that will be the exclusive rights holder for SEC football and men's basketball. And it looks like it was about a $3 billion TV deal. Holy smokes. Yeah, the ACC is much lower. So I don't know. A lot of the stuff, it's been difficult for me to look up. It's not just like, hey, Google, how much does each team in the SEC get? And so ESPN is paying that? Mm -hmm. To carry those games. (laughs) <laughs> and so the SEC will no longer be like it used to be like the CBS mm-hmm. 230 game was like the big one. Now ESPN going to have more control over that. And I even saw somebody tweeting, or maybe it was an athletic article, that eventually we're going to get to two big conferences. Mm-hmm. One is going to be ran by ESPN. The other is going to be ran by Fox. <laughs> and so you might as well call them what they are. This is the ESPN conference. This is the Fox conference. Because everything wow. else is just going away. And it's pretty accurate. The way that you look at it, the SEC is ESPN. Mm-hmm. The Big 12 is Fox. Big 10, yeah. Yeah. And then, but take the Big 12 with it because they're Fox too. So you have those two yeah. major conferences. You just call it what it is. Wow. Hey, we're the Fox conference. We've got the Big 12. We've got the Big 10. We're pulling in some of these Pac-12 schools, too. Do you think and, we'll start getting, like, Amazon in the mix with this, too, in college football? Or is it like, eh, let's just see if we can handle the NFL? Just set in stone. Yeah. That I, I don't think that they will anytime soon. But even on the, you know, the other side of it is the ACC and the SEC are already ESPN. I, I actually think that we might be headed towards more of an NFL model where you have an AFC and an NFC. Who wins that? Okay, your winners play each other. It's the Super Bowl. It's the national championship. That's where wow. like, I think the future of college football is headed. And it sounds more and more likely that college football will separate itself from the NCAA and from all other sports, too. Do you think that will eventually happen, that they'll just be their own entity? They might. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the one that a lot of people are – think is pretty popular that it will happen mm-hmm. i i don't know if we do see it in that term that situation was like an afc nfc we kind of have a label as like an sec and big 10 if those are the two conferences that kind of make everything happen how many teams are we getting in the playoffs <laughs> i don't even i think six from be, each conference like 12 team playoff i think if you run like the nfl you would say like hey take your top eight schools they play each other we'll take our top eight schools they play each other Whoever comes out from that will play each other in the national championship. And I think that would actually be very, very enjoyable to watch. 
I kind of wish they would just do that already with all the Power Five schools. I mean, we've discussed that before. I know we did it all last year, too. It was like, just take five, you know, the top five Power Schools and then the second place, and then boom, throw in two from the other conferences. Just open it up for everybody. And, you know, sadly, those other conferences, they're just I, – I think those other conferences will still operate under the umbrella of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. The American Conference, Mountain West – Maybe the Pac-12, <laughs> even uh, they might just what is remaining from them. I have seen stuff too with the Pac-12 where they might merge with the Mountain West if Oregon and Washington get picked out. If Cal and Stanford do, uh-huh. Arizona, Arizona State, like all those schools, like some of the remaining smaller schools might just have to join the Mountain West or. Where do you like think that. Oregon and Washington go? You think they go Big Ten, Big Twelve? I, as of right now, I think Big 12. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, Cal and Stanford joined the Big uh, 10. Yeah. San Francisco market. Yep. That's all they care about. And <laughs> academics. Like what? TV and academics. It's all the Big 10. Our GPA is going to be through the roof, and man, everyone's watching us. <laughs> right. So I, I think that will probably happen. Can they just be like Big America? Just BA, which is a bunch of badasses. Big America badass. I think they just go to the big conference, the big Fox, the big noon kickoff conference, <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want to call it. We big Foxy. That's just what it's going to be. And I, I, do, I think there will be national conferences because I do think that SEC, they, they, I think they will maybe kind of pride themselves on staying in the southeast. Yeah. But you've already dipped into like Texas and Oklahoma. The, the fact that Missouri is in the SEC – they are nowhere near the southeast. <laughs> no, they're not. But at the same time, it's like, you know, we're not necessarily taking over these major markets. We're just taking over everything right here in, like, the Midwest and southeast. And everyone's going to pay attention to us. Because, like, yeah, I don't this know what is other, football. What other markets? And I do think it's also interesting. We, I talked about it a little bit yesterday, too. What's going to happen with even some of these basketball schools? Yeah. Uh, the ACC is looking a little rough, you know. A lot of teams in that North Carolina area, I, maybe they move and they join the Big 12 or whatever, the Fox Conference. But I also think that there's a possibility that a lot of those schools look to maybe even join the Big East or the American Conference. Big East is a basketball-only conference, but it's still really good. And, you know, the Marquettes, Villanova, mm-hmm. schools like that. Maybe you could get Duke and North Carolina to join, or maybe you could get them to join as only a basketball school and then – that's where you kind of get into the, does football separate itself? Yeah, and that was the next question I want to ask you is if, like, let's say football does separate itself, you know, and they kind of get away from the NCAA, what does that mean for that school's other programs? Are they still part of conferences and run normal, but it's the football that's just completely separate? Yeah, I, I would assume that it's just football that's going to be okay. separate. So everything else is run just like it normally has been. It's just now footballs are being removed from that. Yeah. But the school is still going to make profit, and the other athletic programs are going to make a share off what the football yeah, program brings in. It's merging into a, a true minor leagues for the NFL. For the NFL, which yeah. why do we even make those kids go to school anymore? Huh? Why do we make them go to school? Like in the future, if this happens in the next five years, you've got two big major conferences, mm-hmm. and they're competing against each other. I, it, it feels a little bit rough to be like, oh, by the way, you also have to go to school. Yeah, but like you still got to get your education, right? Like that's the whole that's non what, NBA, non baseball. I guess that's true. Football's the only one where it's like, yeah, we we have a minor leagues, but also got to attend class. 
I mean, the <laughs> NBA, you just go join the G League. That, I mean, yeah, that's In true. baseball, go play minor league baseball. You don't have to go to school. So it should I almost guess be like I never thing. thought of it that way. I mean, you're exactly right. Glass-shattering moment right here. Yeah, it's like, oh, do you want to also pursue an education? Sure, here we go. We partnered with the University of Michigan. We use their stuff. We have their logos. Their helmets are all the same. If you want to go to school, go to school. If not, just come here and play football. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... Man, I never. I can't believe I never realized that with the other programs. <laughs> I think you're on to something, though. I mean, that makes complete sense. We'll see what happens. Uh, so I say other programs, change. like baseball and NBA, of course. But mm-hmm. Yeah, like if you want to go play baseball at Texas, you're going to have to go to school still. Yeah. You're going to have to clock in, sit in the front row, bring a pencil, all that bullshit. Yep. But if you get drafted, you know, 18 years old and you say go for it, like, yeah, you're getting paid and you're in the minors. But I think if you want to, if you want to commit to play football, like Arch Manning, if you want to commit to play football there, we'll let you take classes for free if you want them. If not, don't even worry about it. Just come here for three years, four years, play football, and then move on. <laughs> what if football doesn't work out, Coach? Well, I guess you're still yes, you're, you're enrolled in school then. Huh? <laughs> yeah. It's your own choice, yeah. <laughs> you're the one that decided to go to Tennessee and not Vanderbilt. You want to go play school, <laughs> go to Vandy. <laughs> Enjoy Nashville. If you want to try to win some football games, you go play at Tennessee. So, so much is going to change. I know I said it yesterday. Uh, that – Video game is going to come out in 2023. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they are leaving it very open to edit. It's going to be dated. I can't imagine them trying to just keep up with this shit now. Oh, it's like, like I mean, I feel bad programmers, for them. Yeah, trying yep. to put in like schools like, oh, here's this conference. And now it's like I've been working on the Pac-12 for six months. And in six months, the Pac-12 might not be a thing. Or the college football playoff being like, hey, you know, I, I got it ready. Got all the program, everything yep. written. Never mind. It's not a thing. Hey, you're going to have to go in and just change the patches on all those jerseys. Every <laughs> single one I just got done. Yeah, they switched on us. They uh, they are no longer here. That would be brutal. Uh-huh. To just Hopefully they were smart so enough long. to where, like, you just have to do it once and it goes to every single one. You know what I mean? And that's part of it. If it's, like, just each individual one, Throw on another month of work just to fix that. Then we're going to have to push the date back. I know that it's like, hey, July 2023. <laughs> I'm just going to warn people now. I would not be surprised if they're like, 2024. January 2024. <laughs> yeah. You guys right? fucked us. Something happened. There's just so many moving parts. Uh, let's get to our, our last segment and our great sponsors, though. Club 609, home to the best happy hour in the world. From 2 o'clock until 8 o'clock every weekday. And that special 11 a.m till 8 p.m. happy hour on Saturdays. Again, two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Absolutely. Next up is going to be Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for the full list of services. It's not a matter of if, it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. So get that done and taken care of right here in the 4th State area at Downtown Lube. And now it's Wednesday, so let's get to uh, a couple little would-you-rathers today. This uh, listener submitted would-you-rather is an interesting one. Would you rather date someone 10 years younger than you, still legal, of course, or someone 20 years older than you? This is a tough spot for me because 10 years younger than me is 16, and that ain't going to happen. let's bump you up to 18 to where it would be legal. No. 
I'm not dating an 18 year old. And a 20, someone 20 years older than me, my mom's 20 years older than me. I'm not dating someone my mom's age. Well, you have to pick one. <laughs> I'm single, dog. <laughs> Would you rather not? <laughs> hey, here's two options, but also opt not to play. <laughs> maybe 20, maybe someone that's 20 years old and she'd just be my sugar mama. Yeah. See, for me, it's different. I'm 34. So would I rather date a 24 year old or 54 year old? Yeah. 24, definitely. Yeah. Also, I tend to be a little bit immature sometimes. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Maybe not immature. No, I wouldn't say but you're I'm immature. I'm definitely not mature enough for somebody who's 54 years old. You're not ready for that lifestyle. I'm like not 54, like down. that's settling down. Yeah. You're, uh, you're done. You're going to bed at 8.30. You know, you're waking up at 4 just being like, oh, sun's not even up yet. Let's have about two cups of coffee. I mean, you just figured out a couple of weeks ago that 54-year-olds still have sex. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that like actively. <laughs> they are getting after it. So it's 24. Like, I think I would be pretty compatible with someone who's 24 years old, actually. Yeah, I think you would be. Like they're fresh. They're kind of getting out of college, but they're mm-hmm. also like trying to get their life together. But they also like to have a good time. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's me. Eighteen <laughs> trying just, to get my life together, but at the same yeah. time, I like to have a good time. I feel like eighteen's too young. Like I just for you definitely. Yeah, like people would be looking at me like, "What's wrong with this guy? Why is he dating an eighteen-year-old?" Like I would question that. I think that even when you're thirty, going for someone who's twenty is tough. Yeah, like they're still in college. If you're 32, going for someone who's 22 is still rough. I might be at the like perfect age to be like, yep, I can dip 10 years lower. You, I mean, you really are. Yeah. Because anything, even 33 versus 23 sounds a little like, eh, 23-year-old's still kind of stupid. <laughs> no offense. I know you're 26. <laughs> yeah. But 24 in the right situation. And I mean, it's like, just like that age is a huge transitional period from where it's uh-huh. like, High school, into college, you're getting into the real world. Your life is kind of like, I mean, I don't know. You're like trying to kind of figure out like, is this what I'm doing the rest of my life? Where am I going to be? Where am I going to end up? You don't know. And that starts to feel where like the age difference is not too much. Yeah. You're like, if you're in high school and you're dating someone that's three years older than you, it's like, oh my God, there's a huge difference there. Yeah. Or you get into college and it's like, oh, there's like a four year difference. It's like, ooh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. After you get like 24, 25, it's like, well, the person I'm dating is 10 years older than me. People don't <laughs> really not care. not that big of a deal. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, like, okay. I get it. Yeah, you're mature. <laughs> you make your own decisions. You're grown. You're an adult. Uh-huh. Paying your own bills. You're yeah. on your own. For me, from 34 to 54, though, that's just that's going to be a no, dog. <laughs> I don't know if I could date somebody 10 years older than me. Really? It'd have to be a, the, the right situation. You couldn't date a 45-year-old, 44-year-old? That'd have to be a pretty fun one, pretty outgoing. <laughs> I ain't going to bed. I'm still up. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just me being very naive to be like, oh, 45, I'm probably just going to be sitting at home every night. Boring. <laughs> right? I, uh, we have friends that are in that age group that still go out all the time. So you know what? Yeah, I, I definitely could. I could date a 45-year-old. It's just going to have to be the right one. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense, yeah. I still like to party. <laughs> and you're going to have to be on board with that. Yep. Sometimes. Oh, here's a, here's one for you. Sometimes when I'm on like Bumble or Tinder and I'm just browsing, I'm swiping, the people that are like anti-drinking, I just I can't do it. I know that's going to be a problem. Yep. 
So everything else could be perfect. It's like, I got to swipe left. Yep. <laughs> Hear that. Some of the political views even, it's like, oh, you're, you're moderate? I'll swipe right. Like, let's figure out how moderate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> there are people that will put on there, and I respect it. It's like, hey, if you voted this way, just swipe left. It's like, yeah. You got it. I am 100% be swiping left. Yeah. Last night I fired up the Bumble machine though. Uh huh. Here's something that's stupid. For me, I'm stupid. Uh, they've upgraded or updated their gender on there to where you can have different genders. So it's like, okay, update your terms and policies or whatever. Uh-huh. So I go and I'm like, okay, I'm a man. I always have been, but I am. No plans on changing. That's cool. Like, it's do your own yeah. thing, whatever. Do so you, I click dude. man, and then there are more options. Last night, I had to Google my own gender because I didn't know. Huh? After I clicked man, it gave me different options of like, are you, were you born a man? Like, all these terms that I'm just really not aware of yet. I had to Google. I'm a cis man. I was born a man. And even when I Googled it. You say a cis man? Yep, that's what it's called. Okay. Even when I had to Google it, and it says you identify with the gender you were assigned at birth. Uh huh. That's me. That's. All right. Times they are changing in college football and on dating apps. Yeah. Man, that would throw me. I just like, I'm done deleting the app. But it threw me for a loop, too. And then it was even like, what kind of person do you want to date? It's like, woman. But then it's like, I'm also, I'm open to bisexual. I'm open to this. I'm open to that. I mean, it felt like I was back in school taking a test. Like, was I supposed to read about this? Because I'm not yeah. 100% sure. I'm going to circle C. <laughs> I hope that my matches are correct. <laughs> but I, I, I haven't picked C in a while. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> we'll see what well, happens. That was way wrong. I'll tell you, you know what is probably really confusing for Bumble is like, this guy switches over sometimes <laughs> to look at the dudes. Like, I've yeah, that's not an update for everybody. That was an update for you because it's like, we've been watching <laughs> yeah. this guy. He's been going back and forth a lot. <laughs> we've been tracking your browser history. You need to answer some questions. He switched four <laughs> times this evening. Yeah, homie, you keep going back and forth, back and forth. Just pick everyone. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should Just do need like an ELE button. Everybody love everybody. I do use Bumble and Tinder <laughs> as they were intended, but also as just a means of people watching. I like to see who else is out there. I like to search for my friends and be like, do you have an account? What's your account look like? Yeah, like yeah. just what's out there. Or like the other – I like to see my competition. I do uh-huh. a little scouting, you know, like, and I'll yep. switch over to man-seeking man, which who knows what that's going to look like now. But I will. <laughs> so maybe that's why Bumble's like, hey, just, just let us know. We don't care. It's cool either way. I just love how open you are about like, yeah, I'm doing it to people watch. Yeah. So will you switch your profile to like a girl and then look at oh, all no, the guys? Oh, just my profile. That's going to be really confusing for some people in the area. Be like, wait, I saw you on Bumble. Are you gay? It's like, I'm not. Jerry Seinfeld, not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But I'm not. Sorry that you <laughs> – sorry to get your hopes up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say for you. Yeah. Sorry, you a little excited? Stop it. Hype me up, but like it ain't happening. <laughs> right. Do you have a sister? Yeah. Like? Anyway, uh, would you rather join the Big 12, the Big 10, or the SEC? Uh, right now, probably the Big Ten. I just think it would be fun. I feel like the SEC is just 
too like dominant. So I'm still scared of it. Like, let, yeah, I mean, one like just to be honest, I'm yeah, not trying to go get my ass kicked all the time. Yeah, and it's more than just like Georgia and Alabama. It's like, okay, well, hey, you know, you have LSU in here too. They're still about to be pretty good. You got Florida. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have moments where South Carolina can kind of surprise you. And now, you know, Old Miss, we'll see what they're in the next couple of years. But it's like, ah, I'd just rather, you know, maybe have like a game off in the Big Ten. Like we're playing Northwestern. As of lately, it hasn't been that much of just kind of like a slack off game. But it's like, let's go play Rutgers. This is a guaranteed W. Let's go have some fun, figure out how we're going to beat these guys. You know what I mean? Let's, let's work on some stuff. If we make a mistake, it's fine. We're up by 30. Yeah. And that's where I almost look at the Big 12 and I think, okay. You got a TV deal coming up. Let's jump in early. I'll, like, go dominate the Big Twelve. Like, who's going to be good in the Big Twelve? Yeah, but then Iowa I just, State. Yeah, Baylor? <laughs> but then that's where I worry too. Though it's like, okay, if we we dominate this fish bowl, and then we go into the other one. It's like now you know we went from being the big fish to now the small fish, and it's like we are not up to this level of competition. We are not prepared for this. Which is what Texas and OU are going to figure out. One hundred percent. It's kind of like what Cincinnati did this last. I mean, just mm-hmm. to be honest, kind of like what happened last year. You yeah, go we'll face. See what happens with them too? You go face Alabama, Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a little rough. I mean, same thing with Michigan and Georgia. You know, it's kind of like, oh boy, that's a real slap in the face there. Yeah, and I still think USC. They've got a, a couple of years to get their roster there. I think Lincoln Riley's doing a wonderful job, obviously, and having Caleb Williams there for another two years is going to help. But I, I still think that they are going to struggle to compete early in the Big in the Big Ten. I think some people have just kind of assumed like that USC is already back, and mm-hmm. I don't know that they are. In the Pac-12, yes, I think they can win quite a few games this year. 100%. That first year in the Big Ten is, is probably going to be pretty rough. Well, especially with just the way that you know the Big Ten can run the football and is so willing to do mm-hmm. so and the weather difference in those games. like I think that's just – those Cali boys are going to be a little eye-opening. Like, man, we have not had to be hit in the cold at all. Yeah. Like you can't, you know what I mean. You can't practice for that unless you do the whole like, hey, we're going to go here a week early and practice. How good is your air conditioning in Southern California? (laughs) How cold can we make this indoor facility? Exactly. (laughs) Can we simulate snow out here? How do we do that? (laughs) Where's that dry ice at? Let's just get that shit pumping up in here. (laughs) Do something. I the weather thing is a big deal. I I wonder how big of a deal it will actually be. Mm -hmm. I I do think the style of play is a little bit of a like, oh, let's see how that works out, but. Ohio State does throw the ball a lot, too. Yep. And they've had no problems. And you've had schools before, like uh, Drew Brees, when he was at Purdue, they were throwing the ball a shit ton. Yeah. So I, I do think that it, it's probably a little bit overrated. On the well, style I think it's play. more so just like, like, I don't know, just like the pound and ground type of running style, like the Big, the Big Ten will do at times. Yeah, putting up with Wisconsin and their offense is going to be tough for your defense. Yeah. It, and like same with Iowa, you know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. that's gonna suck. Yeah. At the same time, though, it's kind of like the Chiefs' offense. It's like, yeah, our defense is gonna suck, but you still have to outscore our offense. <laughs> yeah. As long as you're not scoring over 27 you points, you still got a chance for 400 yards. But we're gonna throw for five. <laughs> yeah. so like, who, who cares? Good luck, guys. We're gonna score in 10 seconds. Yeah. It doesn't no, matter. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, would you rather Memorial Day, Fourth of July, or Labor Day, the summer holidays? <sighs> You know, it might honestly just be Labor Day because I love fall so much. I feel like Memorial Day, it's usually kind of raining. Fourth of July, it's just so scorching hot that you're just waiting for it to get dark. And then by the time it does get dark, you're like, all right, now I'm tired because it's like 1030. 
for the Fourth of July. Is that what you said? Yeah. Like I liked the Fourth of July. I had a lot of fun this weekend. That's for sure. But I was like, man, it took forever for it to get dark. And then just the amount of fireworks and like right. everyone's like time schedules. Like, ah, oh, it's twelve o'clock. Who freaking cares? We're still shooting these bad boys off. Yeah. Oh, I had people shooting them off last night. Same. Like, what the hell are we doing? This is against the law. <laughs> it's over. How are you going to have a back to blue sign in your front yard and then shoot off fireworks on July fifth at eleven o'clock? <laughs> I've in college. Something's I had someone do it uh, at my buddy's apartment complex, and he called me and was like, "Dude, I think people are shooting here." And I was like, <laughs> "I go pick them up, and we leave, and pass a cop." And the cops like, "No, it's just fireworks. Recently? You guys are fine." Like this year? No, no. While I was in college. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Do you, yeah. you live more downtown? Do you get like the fireworks bad? Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, I was watching them out my window the other day. People are just there's a little neighborhood like uh, just yeah. to the west of me, so mm-hmm. they just don't care. Yeah. I just send them off right there in the middle of the road. And I was like, boy, that is loud echoing off these buildings. Celebrate that freedom with no regard to the law. <laughs> nope. F it. Uh, for me, it's Memorial Day. I absolutely love Memorial Day. It is becoming one of my favorite holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, my youngest daughter's birthday is also Memorial Day around there. And I, the weather just, it always seems to be perfect, honestly. Yeah. Or at least it does when we celebrate her. I did say Labor Day. I mean, Labor Day is still pretty hot in itself, but I think yep. it's more so like this is the last hot holiday. Labor Day is like a – like you want to get excited about it because I do think a lot of people, myself included, are like, oh, fall is just around the corner. Mm-hmm. September fucking sucks. At least here <laughs> it does. does for heat. <laughs> yeah. like I mean, even in October, the, the mm-hmm. first two and a half weeks of October is like, golly, like the leaves are falling, but I'm still sweating my ass off. Yeah. I am ready before, to get these hoodies out. Uh, like off air. I think somewhere our calendar got fucked up. Man, I've been seeing a lot of stuff lately where it's like, you know, we actually should have be on like a 13-month calendar. I saw that TikTok. And I was just like, huh. There's a lot what of 13 each, lining up. Each month up. should have like 28 days and yep. we should have 13 months. Yep. And it was like you, they just threw in like all the science and like other math and stuff into oh. it. And it was just like even with the time on how like our time works with a second and the hours and minutes, it was just like, holy shit, where are we really at in time? Yeah. We've been here 28,000 years. Where are we actually at lined up to this? Because October, it feels like October is getting hotter and hotter. My birthday is in October. So yeah. it's like I take note of like what the weather's going to be like. Absolutely. It's it used rarely to snow ever, on, like real cold in October. Like, it used to snow on my birthday mm-hmm. right before, right around Thanksgiving, November 30th. I mean, I remember like basketball season starts around then, right? And it's like, I uh, can't make the practice. Snow on the road. Yeah. Or Halloween just being ridiculously cold sometimes. Yes. And be like, oh, shit, like. You have to costume's going to have to have a hoodie now. Or yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> now you just be like, yeah, I'm going to be a basketball player. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm naked for Halloween. It's fucking hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so if I power ranked mine, it would be Memorial Day and then maybe Labor Day and then the 4th of July because there is that still little excitement of it might be hot as hell on Labor Day, but there's yep. still that excitement of not too much longer. It's like and Groundhog's I, Day. And I said Six Labor weeks. Day, but I spent Labor Day last year in Idaho, and it was just absolutely beautiful. Like waking up in the morning, you sit on the front porch, like, man, it's a little chilly, but it's like, I don't want to go put on a hoodie because I'm going to be warm. It's like, I'm just going to kind of embrace this a little bit because this is nice. <laughs> You're going to wear a hoodie like tomorrow. You've been talking about them so much. No, I got them all put up in my other closet. Uh-huh. Can't, not even looking at them, so I don't see them. You Would don't you see rather- it doesn't exist. Have a hot dog, hamburger, or a brat? I've become a brat guy lately. <laughs> you say it like you're embarrassed or disappointed. Well, it's just because like, I've always been a hamburger guy. Hot dogs, I feel like people just 
just burn the shit out of hot dogs. And everyone's like, man, I just love this little, like little black char on this hot dog. And it's like, nah, well, you just you ruined it. You, you just ruined the dog. And then the hamburgers, people just buy the frozen patties, and so they come in like, and it's just like, eh, I feel like it's just not as good of a quality burger anymore that I used to like as a kid growing up. Where you like, you know, you're watching your parents take it out of the the beef tray and then cook it, and you know it's raw. It's like you're not seeing that anymore. But the brats, man, you just take them out of the package. You throw them on the grill for like five minutes. So easy, you can't. And you get the you know, the cheese in the middle of it, like yep. the better Wait cheddar. Until it splits a little bit. Oh, boom, it's done. Give it to me. <laughs> That's some Doritos, man. I went to my mom's on Fourth of July, and she was like, "Hey, I'm making some brats. You want some?" I was like, "Absolutely." Be there in ten. Got there, in watched 10? the movie, took a nap. I hope not. <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, not at ten. I know. That is not a 10-minute drive. It's a 30-minute drive. Oh, I went and visited my grandparents beforehand, so it was like... Still a 15-minute drive. Shh. That's why I'm talking about this karma with the speed when ticket. You're speeding. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about this that's karma, a, I, and you brought it up for me. You went 17 miles in 10 minutes? A key of flies, bub. Or it's your time management again. Whatever. <laughs> I just start doing math and I get myself confused, and then it's like, "Fuck, I was ten minutes off." Yeah. I, for, I forgot what time it was right now. <laughs> you say be there in ten, but twenty minutes later, you're like arriving. Like it's gonna take me ten minutes to get there. That doesn't mean leave ten minutes beforehand. You still got fucking stoplights and other people to deal with. Uh huh. So where I get you got to get in, in your car. Yeah. You, you got to get it situated. Get your seatbelt on. Yeah. Got to make sure my clothes, you know what I mean, are ready to go. Yeah. Teeth or I uh, yeah. I'm still a hamburger guy. I actually made hamburgers last night. Mm. Uh, I guess you would refer to it as the old fashioned way. <laughs> I got my hands on that meat. Yes, sir. That's what she. That's my new uh, Tinder bio. <laughs> Get your hands on this meat. <laughs> you uh, would. But I, I'm still a big hamburger guy. I made them last night, except for it's incredibly hot, so I didn't want to cook them outside on the blackstone. Mm-hmm. So I tried to do it inside, which I haven't done in a long time. Yeah. A very, very long time. And it's just not the same. Really? Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> so if it's I, not on the Blackstone, you're not liking it? Or like even like the old charcoal grill that I have, like I just don't like cooking hamburgers inside. That makes sense. I do like to I like I like to season them up. I get the yeah. brick of meat and make my own patties. It's not the frozen ones that you yep. hate so much. It's not I don't hate them, it just takes away the quality. Mm-hmm. They're still pretty good, but brats, brats are definitely second. Then large, huge gap. Mm-hmm. Then hot dogs. Yep. Even the, like the best hot dog is still not better than the worst brat. Although That's very I do true. like I like a little char on mine. So I don't mind like I don't mind a little bit, but like I don't want like you know a third of the hot dog just being like crusted and just being burnt. There's an art to it for sure. You get it's those like, I don't marks want on there. It's almost the texture of it, and it's like uh-huh. this just – this is b- 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 burnt. I don't want to taste it. I also – uh, burgers, if you eat one of my burgers, they're well done. <laughs> if it's not well done, I messed up. I should have left it on there longer. <laughs> I, I cannot eat like medium on a burger. I, I, I've – tell the truth. I've been sick off of one before, mm-hmm. and since then, it's like I will never do that again. Yeah, if it's like no a steak pink. burger, it's like, okay, hey, like medium well. You know what I mean? I'll take a little juice with it. Yeah, a little bit of pink is fine, but yeah. I, I I had a rare hamburger one time. <laughs> it's, 
I have never been that sick. No wonder you got sick. My God, you almost died. Yeah, right? (laughs) There are worms crawling out of it. Not really. (laughs) like that. Uh, All right, that's it for us today, though. We appreciate you guys joining us, putting up with our nonsense, as you usually do. We'll be right back uh, tomorrow, same time, same place. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you then.